Raymond, it is digital diary time, and I'm not sure, but I think I'm first. This is why I'm not the producer. <laughs> I'm always saying, well, I'm not sure what's going on, and I'm not sure is this working, and I'm not sure is this, what are we doing? I don't know. It's it's interesting. Okay, I'm going to start off rambling, as I've been in, uh, directed to do, but it's really strange. Sometimes, like, I'm, you know, I'm really on my game. If it's about certain things, like, on my game. It's amazing how on my game I am. <laughs> but then there's certain things where I'm just a little off my game. <laughs> even for myself, I kind of am like, what the crap? How are you even making it around the world? You don't even know up from down, but it doesn't matter. Okay, so whatever number it is, irrelevant. My producer, who's the greatest producer on earth, will just take care of those details. That's probably why. Oh, how fabulous. It's because I have such a fabulous uh, producer. Okay, so anyway. Moving on. I have a couple of things to ramble about this time. All right. This time, it was really interesting. I had this awakening just yesterday. So, on the 4th, I I know. I know. All you people are like, Sydney. Because <laughs> I just told you last time that I'm not dating. Well, that all, when I say I'm not dating, that means I'm not dating today. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so I go out with this guy on the 4th of July, and he's highly attractive, very intelligent, um, built, you know, has it going on, he has the, his career, you know, just all of that. And, yeah, we had a great connection. Of course, I'm being me, and I'm watching him <laughs> watch me, and I know what's going through his head of, oh, no, this is a lot. This is a lot. And I can see in his eyes, like, thinking, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could do this. This is just too much. But anyway, you know, in the process, he's like, no, we're having a great connection. We're having great conversation. You know, and then he, he, you know, in a roundabout way, wants to know if we can go out the next day. I'm like, yeah, we can go out the next day. And then as we're walking back to the car, he makes a little joke, you know. Now, I'm, again, I'm an old dog. I'm an old dog. And I'm all up for jokes, but I'm also very aware. Now, when I was 20 and 30, I would have thought, that's a funny joke. <laughs> but, but I'm aware that every joke is 50%, you know, it's 50% truth. So he says, well, since I drove all the way out here, you know, he drove all the way like 45 minutes, 40 to 45 minutes. You know, this time, then tomorrow, you're going to have to drive out to me. And I go, oh, just like that. Oh, and he, he could get, he got the vibe because I'm just kidding. But that's really not a just kidding. And, you know, in my opinion, my shallow opinion, I do believe now I'm all willing. I'm willing to reciprocate. I'm willing to give. But I, I am old school. I, I love that man-woman thing. And I love when that man 
wants to come see me and works to come and see me and, you know, put his time in, not a guy looking for the easy way or getting me to do the work so that he can see me, but he doesn't have to really put the effort in. So I just go, uh, and he goes, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, fine. So then, um, also, you know, you can get that vibe. There is a vibe from him, which was, he's interested He's interested if I, if I, me, if I'm willing to put in the effort for him, yeah, he's he not dumb. <laughs> then he's really interested. But if he has to put in that extra effort, maybe he's not that interested. So anyway, he, I get back to the car and we depart and, you know, supposedly we're, we're getting together the next day. So the next day comes along and all night, all the way to the next morning when I woke up, I felt extremely stressed about it, like stressed. My jaw was tight. I was thinking about it. My shoulders were, you know, scrunched up in my ears because I was really uneasy with it. So then I'm like, man, I feel stressed out today. And I had this awareness, Sydney, are you stressed out today? Or is there something that you're thinking about doing that maybe isn't right for you? Is there something, maybe a decision you could be making to better your life? Not just, hey, what is it you want to go do? But really think about things. Are you really stressed? That's the question. Or are there some decisions and choices you could be making that are going to ease the pressure of your life because I do believe when you feel stressed like that is typically life, God, and the universe speaking to you saying, hello, just take a moment because something you're about to do and often the things you're about to do, you may not even know really what's on the other side of that or what you're getting yourself into. But they do say women, and I'm sure for men too, but women, because we bear the children, have this intuition that is 99% correct. It is very seldom wrong, and it's 99% correct for ourselves and our children. It's the way that we protect ourselves. And the biggest error they say that you make, and when I say they, I was listening to an FBI agent who specializes in why women and children are raped, murdered, trafficked, and taken, okay? Uh, so, not always, but often, that woman, she, she knows, and that child, but the woman, she knows when something's not right, yet she goes and does it anyway. And then it doesn't turn out well or whatever. Something goes wrong. And then if she looks back on it, she can go, oh, yeah, I remember feeling like that just wasn't the best thing to do. Now, when you feel those things, a lot of people will go, hey, you know, you're just being a worrier. You're just being a worrier. And this FBI agent that I watched, he said the biggest mistake is that women make is trying to think like a man. When you try to think like a man, you're doing yourself and your children a disservice because you are not a man. You have different skills. And our skills is that feeling. And again, you may never know what's on the other side of that feeling, and you may never want to know what's on the other side of that feeling. And I remember this FBI agent giving an example. He says, for example, when you walk out of the mall and it's dark, night has set in, and you are going towards your car, the lights are off in the parking lot, and you feel it. 
something is not right. He says most people, most women, are going to take themselves and their children and walk to their car. And he says if you'll turn around and go back, just go back into the mall or go back into the store, wait for other people to walk out with you. You may not know what could have happened, but more than likely, there's someone watching, there's someone paying attention to where you're going. Are they going to get you at your car? Are they going to follow you home? These types of things. You may never known it, but you may have just saved your life. So my point is, I know it's a long way around, but I just had this feeling when I got in the car after this guy, and I'm not saying that he's, you know, a murderer. I'm not saying he's any of that, but maybe maybe he's just not ready to be in a relationship. Maybe he has some anger management issues. I don't know. I don't know. But my point is, so then I said to myself, okay, okay, is it that the day is stressed or is it that I should cancel my date? So I actually did have a client that I needed to see that evening. So I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to cancel the date. And if the guy goes, hey, okay, but I really would love to see you. Could we reschedule? Then I would be like, hey, maybe we try again and we go for coffee or something. But if he easily just goes, okay, then I made the absolute right decision because he really wasn't into me. And whatever feeling I had because of it, whatever the reasons, it was the right thing to do. And I will tell you this, Ray, right when I made that decision, my shoulders went back. I could take a deep breath. My jaw wasn't tight. I wasn't stressed to the max. And I wasn't worrying about life. And I just thought, what an awakening. So often, we think that we're stressed out. We think that we're anxious. We think life isn't going well or whatever. When really, life God in the universe is just asking us to stop for a moment, reevaluate, what choices are you making? What decisions? Where are you going? What are you about to do? Because maybe you just need to stop moving. Pause. Collect yourself. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to know what's on the other side of your decision. You just need to make a decision to where your shoulders go back, your chin goes up. The stress goes away. You're able to breathe. Your jaw is not tight and you feel hopeful. And that's all you need to know. Because when you know that, you know that life God in the universe just guided you towards the path that is best for you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Do you know that that ramble took like 10 minutes? Oh, Ray. Ray. Okay. And thank you to all our followers again. But thank you for letting me ramble. I really appreciate it. I do. I feel a lot better because that was weighing heavy on me. Okay. I love you all. I love you, Ray. And I can't wait to hear yours. Okay. Dare to be better with Ray and Sid. Hey, y'all out there. Hey, Sydney. How are you? It's time to respond to Sydney's digital ranting. <laughs> and I apologize. This took me like an extra day or two to get to this. It's been absolutely crazy. I know. You have to be tired of me talking about how busy I am. And well, Ray doesn't have time for anything. I'm not complaining. Just a statement. I was overblown with stuff this week, and I'm getting to this now. That's it. <laughs> I could do a 10-minute rant on just that. And one day I'm sure I will. But, um, well, real quick, 
before I go on to what I'm doing, uh, to address Sydney, since she went first, and she gave us her current status on dating in Utah. <laughs> um, listen, you know me. I'm old school too. I like to be the man that holds the door and pays the check and carries you out of the burning building, etc., etc. Um, that's all fine and good. And as far as, first of all, I don't miss dating. That's for damn sure. And, you know, my prayers and thoughts and love and sympathy and all that go out to women who have to date because I know it's a hot mess. By the way, it's a hot mess for guys too. The women out there are actually, they're absolute psychopaths. I have single friends, you know, the guys tell me the horror shows out there. It's, it's bad on both sides. But, um, I mean, I get it. You know, if you feel like the guy is not going to put any, any work into anything, then I get it. And now the tough love to that, the other side to that, is you just can't have it both ways. And I know you know what I mean by that. Like, if you want to be the woman and you want to be taken care of, well, you know, then, you know, there's entitlements and there's responsibilities. You know what I'm talking about, balancing all that out. Um, we could get into that on a 30-minute podcast. But um, anyway, you know, it's all good. You have to figure out what's right for you. And, uh, you know, that right guy will come along. It'll just pop and it'll feel good. And you'll get the better vibe. You won't get that vibe of, I don't know about this guy. All of a sudden, it'll be like, wow, this guy's amazing. So, And it's when you're not looking. You know how that goes. He won't be on a dating site. He won't be a swipe right. It'll just be there one day. It has to be when you're not looking. I don't know why that is, but that just seems like that's the rule. Anyway, um, I'm driving home, and it is hot as hell. My air conditioner and my truck decided to... Uh, just hopefully not die. I'm hoping I just need a Freon cartridge. I hope it's that simple. I'm praying it's that simple. Because otherwise, it's like a $1,000 fix. And, uh, you know, I got a million things I'd rather spend that kind of money on right now. But uh, I was on a fun trip. I was on a suburban dad trip. I just came back from Lowe's. And I picked up red cedar mulch, baby. <laughs> I know. I get way too excited over mulch. But so does every other suburban dad. You know how that goes. But anyway, um, I'm in a really hot truck right now with the windows closed because I want you to be able to hear me. And uh, the truck smells real nice because it's full of 10 bags of red mulch. I got the 10 bags of the two cubic foot bags. Should be enough of the area that I'm doing. I had to dig out because I hadn't really worked on it all winter or all spring. But I had to uh, I had to weed the mulch area, and I have a nice little mulch area on the right of my path, which leads from the uh, side of my house, from the front door towards the back patio where the grill is and everything. And I've got a retaining wall, and I have this little sloping area that is usually covered with red mulch. And I had to weed it. I had to basically clear the whole entire thing out, scrape it all out get rid of the weeds and I got to put down new weed barrier. So I had to order pins. I had to go get some weed barrier from Lowe's. So I've got all the prep work done. I had to trench the curb. So uh, I did all that prep already. 
And now I can go home, lay the barrier down with the pins, and then pour the mulch. <laughs> and I did a split level too. I got some pavers, and then I did a cool little, uh, little gradual. That's like a really uh, semi-split level. I'll take pictures of it and I'll post them. It's really cool. I'm real proud of it. <laughs> I'm telling you, the easiest things, they make me happy. It's also the easiest things that set me over the edge too and annoy me. So that's a double-edged sword. But uh, a lot of travel coming up, a lot of uh, live concert dates, both as part of a traveling group and solo stuff. And uh, let's see, cheap plug. I might as well plug this now because it's it's coming. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, August 7th. And this is a charity event that I do every year. Rock Out to Knock Out Cancer 22. I'm going in and I'm going to do it different this year. I'm doing it solo acoustic. I just figure it's a small place. It's really a ideal comedy club. But the stage is really just set up where my friend Brian Genovese has been doing this with us for like seven of the 11 years so he kills every time Megan Pennington plays solo acoustic at times I figure that's something I want to do this year every year it's been a full blown out band and I love doing that but I just figure you know what I'll strip it down I'll do my set with just me and an acoustic no one else I can blame no one to hide behind no enhancements no nothing just me and a 12 string and that'll be it so that'll be fun. That is Club Cafe, and that is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So if you're in that area, we have a lot of listeners in that area. So if you're one of them, you want to come on out. It's a very affordable door. I mean, the tickets are extremely, ridiculously affordable. The uh, link is on Facebook. Look up Rock Out to Knock Out Cancer 22. R-O-K-O-C in some cases. 22. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I've also got a date September 10th in Union, New Jersey, back home from me. It's only about 20 minutes from my house. That's an easy drive. But uh, for the Pittsburgh date, I'm going to have to red-eye out there because I've got a uh, big softball tournament the day before. And luckily, the concert's on a Sunday. Normally, it's on a Saturday, and I would have had to make a tough decision. And I've done that in the past. But... Uh, this time I'll get to do both. I'll get to have my cake and eat it too. Praying that uh, nothing happens to my flight. Because coming home from St. Augustine, I don't know if I mentioned in the last podcast that uh, I had to reschedule both legs of my trip to Florida and go up to Jacksonville instead. If I did, I talked about this now, I remember. <laughs> it has been a while. It's been more than seven days since I put this out. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. I forget about trying to trying to figure out what I told you already. I'm starting to be that guy already who's, you know, the grandpa who's telling the same story every day. I ever tell you kids about the time I uh, pitched, I played against so-and-so in, uh, in T-ball? He became a major leaguer? Yes, grandpa, you told us at breakfast this morning. No. That is definitely going to be me, and I'm going to revel in it. <laughs> but... Uh, go to daretobebettershow.com where all these shows and these, I guess these, uh, what do we call these? Vignettes? Little audio clips? Um, interim clips? I don't know. Off-season digital diaries. They're all there on the site. daretobebettershow.com 
and we've got cool merch. It's been doing really well. And uh, the long sleeve shirts, not so much in the summertime, but for the fall, you'll appreciate them. And the phone covers have been doing really well too. But just go check it out. There's plenty of photos. Our bios are there. Uh, we got video up there. Multimedia. Got it all covered. Anyway, hope you're enjoying your summer. And uh, you know I'm always thinking of you guys out there. Love each and every one of you. Sydney, you're the best. You keep doing what you do. <laughs> Love you, appreciate you, miss you. And uh, that's all I got for now. Power's out. <laughs>